Welcome listeners to the Changing Lanes podcast, brought to you by Road to Change Coaching with me, Janine Georges. We have developed these podcasts to help you find the strength, the courage and determination to switch into whatever lane necessary to get you through this thing called life. So if you're ready to outrun adversity, let's begin. Listeners, thank you for tuning in to episode 14 and what a bloody few weeks it has been. We're living through a pandemic, an unprecedented time in history, uh, where not just our capital or even just our country, but the whole world is being dominated by the coronavirus. And as much as I'm sure we all wish that this was a bad dream, unfortunately, it's not. And for the last week or so, two weeks for us, as authorities have finally imposed social restrictions, we have been on lockdown and are living uh, in the reality of being bound to our homes and our loved ones. Um, I've received multiple uh, messages, emails and calls, not just from current clients, but previous clients, my friends, my family, who were all concerned, um, some anxious and worried and fearful uh, of not just what's going on, but also where it's heading and what lies on the other side of this. There are thousands of people dying and people losing their loved ones. Uh, there's people suffering, um, people who are who are losing their jobs, losing their businesses, um, and, and really also feeling the financial strains. So my heart literally goes out to all of you right now. As a coach and a podcast host, I am extremely concerned about the impact that this will have on the mental health of not just you, my listeners, but also the people I coach, my friends as well, and my family, and myself. (laughs) You know, um, I am living with not one, but two teenagers who are not easy at the best of times. But now, just to give you a quick insight, I've already been witness to two fights already. One was an actual proper slap up where somehow I managed to be in the middle of it to try and separate them. I'm never doing that again. Um, And yes, let's not forget about the darling husband. Uh, And unfortunately for some long-standing health concerns, he is on the 12-week isolation period, so can no longer work. So yeah, it's a ton of joy in my house right now, as I'm sure it is in in all of yours. And we haven't even started speaking about the snack o'clock yet, which I'm sure most of you will be familiar with. But, you know, we do need to find some silver linings where we can, listeners. We need to pick up any scrapings of positivity through this time, no matter how small it may be, because it will be these things that will get us through. And I know that it may feel quite bleak right now, but this quarantine and this lockdown period, it will not last forever. And we need to remember that. The reason why it's obviously tough for us as humans is because, you know, we're creatures of habit. When things go as planned, which they usually do for us, where, you know, we we decide when we're meeting up with someone, we decide when we're going out for exercise or when we're going supermarket shopping or when we're going on holiday. When everything is going that way, we feel in control. But as soon as life throws a curveball, and you know what, to be honest, this is more than a curveball. I don't even know what this is. You might as well say this is some sort of tsunami. It can leave you feeling anxious, stressed and worried because we're living with uncertainty. And yes, many of us usually experience some sort of uh, life challenges that we've had to get through. But I don't even think the strongest of us are not even slightly concerned about what's actually going on. And for some, our emotional well-being will take a hit no matter who we are. And that is OK. But we all need to make sure we stay strong physically 
and mentally and help each other to get through this. You know, I think at the beginning when everyone was told to work from home, many were concerned, but they were still quite ecstatic at the prospect of being home every day. They were like, yes, life's great. This is amazing. We've got freedom. There's so much shows I want to watch on Netflix. I can chill at home, etc. blah, blah, blah. Then a few days in, that kind of shifted to, okay, so I'm a little bit more concerned now. People are dying. But, you know, I'm still enjoying my time at home. Although I've already finished that series of Netflix and I've finished all of the snacks I've bought already. And then in a few more days, it will be, oh no, I've coughed once. I've got corona because we're getting so paranoid about it. And yep, it's not I've just finished a series of Netflix. I've finished Netflix in its entirety, completely done. I need something else. You see, we can manage at home for a week or so or two or some of us even longer. But I think from about three weeks or two and a half weeks onwards to possibly months in isolation of not having your freedom to leave when you want, not going out to eat when you want, to see your family beyond FaceTime. And then, you know, to throw in other factors like loss of earnings, uh, working from home with children. It can be difficult and it will be difficult, but we will get through this. Yes, you, you will get through this. And I'm not just saying this for the benefits of this podcast because there would be no point. But I I generally know that we will come through this. And really, we have no choice. Today, we're going to change up the structure a little bit of, of the show and just focus on tips to help you out weather the storm. We will do uh, another show in, in the near future on how to cope in lockdown with your other half, because, you know, that's a show in itself. And also a show on coping with children and, and being on lockdown. And somehow I'm adamant that I'm going to get a parent or someone who's actually who's working well with the lockdown at home with children to to come on to the show. And don't worry, it will be through Skype. So don't get ready to report me. So first, we're going to recognise some of the negative emotions that you may be experiencing right now. Does fear sound familiar? Now, I know some of you are experiencing this terrible emotion right now. Um, In episode four, so long ago, uh, we spoke about overcoming fear. Remember, fear only takes grip of you if you allow it. The second you start indulging in fear, you get lost in in a cycle, I guess, of like these reactionary thoughts. The best way to think of it is when fear strikes, we need to kind of flip it over. Instead of thinking, all the bad that is happening, focus on something positive. And there are positives that are happening in your day, no matter how small they are. The smile on your baby or your children's faces, the just being at home and and having to chill in your surroundings, uh, FaceTiming your family that you haven't seen for a long time. There are small positives in every day. As an example, I spoke to my aunt recently who's been locked up at home before they could even finish the word lockdown, literally. She's been Googling, you know, she's been sending us videos that will literally put the fear into you about coronavirus um, and all the news bulletins. And as soon as anyone she knows has passed away from coronavirus and we're being told really deep stuff that I've actually stopped watching and listening to now. And she's got six children and five of them all quite close in age and young. So I just called her to see how she was coping and, you know, just to offer my support. But I found the course so refreshing because all she did was talk about all the positives that was going on around her. She was constantly given gratitude and was able to recognise all the good things that this quarantine period meant for her and the family. 
She absolutely loves having the kids at home to spend time with and they set up different routines and they do loads of things together and she genuinely is really enjoying it. She was even saying how lovely the weather is and that they're all sitting outside and they're getting the vitamin D. She was telling me what foods that she's been cooking and and the amount of people she's been speaking to. And I really came away from that call feeling even more blessed and grateful myself from the positives that she reminded me of that I was starting to forget on a daily basis. You know, this period of time also reminds me of when we go away to say less fortunate places and the happiness and the contentment that I see on on people's faces when they have so little. Remember how blessed you still really are. And if you do need to fully dive back into overcoming fear, then please do tune into episode four. What about uncertainty? Like I said earlier, we are living through quite uncertain times right now. So, so many of us are going to be experiencing feelings of uncertainty. A lot of us will not just be thinking about contracting the virus or any of our loved ones contracting it, but also, will I have a job in the next few months? Will we have enough money to survive? And we really have to become resilient during this time. We have to first accept that we can't control everything. We are not in control of what's going on right now. None of us are but we are in control of how we are dealing with this. So if you're at home freaking out to your partners or whoever's in lockdown with you, please bear this in mind, okay? Because you're not helping them nor the situation and really you're not even helping yourself. In NLP therapy, we use a technique in where we envision where we want to be and what the best outcome of this is. Say you were one of the thousands who lost out on a holiday abroad. Start picturing yourself on your next holiday. Where would you be? What can you hear? What drinks are you ordering? How hot is it? You see, I'm already in my head. I'm thinking about the next time um, I get to go to a fancy restaurant and the waiter comes over and says to me, what would you like to order? What cocktail would you like to start off with? Oh, if you ever see the smile on my face right now, listeners, that is literally one of the things that are getting me through. But that's what we should be doing, taking our minds elsewhere when it gets a bit too much because we will experience all of those things again. Um, Another tip just for overcoming uncertainty, control what you can control. There are still things that are within your control and focus on those things. Even if it's a simple thing like what the family's gonna eat for the week, who you're going to call and spend time with, what exercise you're gonna do, um, how much weight you're going to lose, how much money you're going to save. There's still things that you can control that will benefit you. What about obsessive worrying or even anxiousness or leading on to anxiousness? You know, if you wasn't a person to worry before, then it's understandable if you've started doing this now. Um, But these are just negative thoughts. And remember, we said your thoughts determine your mood. But if it's starting to impair your functioning, that's when it becomes a problem. If you remember in episode 12, uh, we covered negative thinking patterns, uh, which could lead to feelings of anxiety. And we had a guest speaker from PsychMe, a CBT therapist called Nabila Elzanati. And I remember Nabila saying that being idle makes negative thoughts worse. But there was an array of tips that Nabila provided us with that you can use during this time. I remember some of the things she says was using thought diaries to write down how you're feeling. Also, she mentioned doing distraction technique. And we talk more a bit later about having an agenda set out for each day during quarantine. So listeners, if you want to dive back into this, please listen to episode 12. And I will also include Nabila's details in the contact write-up of the show. And also, actually, just to add on to that, I would also say practice focused and deep breaths 
when you really are feeling quite overwhelmed because that really will help you. Right, more general tips to follow, listeners. Set a daily agenda or routine. This is the first thing you need to start doing in order to keep you sane and keep your relationships with people you're on lockdown with healthy and just to get you through each day. And you can do it however you choose to do it. So um, I tend to set my daily agenda the night before so I know exactly what's going on tomorrow. I'll give you an example. So it goes something like this just to help you out. Wake up at seven. I go for a morning brisk walk or a run if I'm feeling up for it. I do a Joe Wicks kill me video followed by herbal time. And this herbal time is introduced because I feel like my whole family have turned into Rastafarians. So we're all doing all this traditional herbal diet of cleansing, uh, basically involves those of apple cider vinegar and some sort of bush and some sort of herbs. And don't worry, all legal, by the way, just before you start thinking anything. And this is all done before 9am when I then log in to do some work. We'll then sit in one dedicated room in the house, which is my dining room. And yes, throughout this day, it does include multiple visits to the fridge. And then there's lunch, then I have dinner, and then I move rooms and I move into the lounge for a more chilled evening and then bed at the usual time. You see, it's very easy to deviate away from your normal routine, but I can guarantee you, if you are waking up when you feel like it and have no sort of structure in your day, you will burn out in a matter of a week. And yes, it is possible uh, to experience burnout even whilst being at home. Next tip. Limit your exposure to the news or any sort of media that's negative. You see, it would be very difficult to keep your mind clear and healthy if you were constantly tuned into the news. Just turn it off. I would rather you watch junk TV all day, reality shows or anything that's light-hearted and doesn't really require much brain power. I've moved to now listening to the news every other day and I only listen to the evening coronavirus update. Everything else, no. Um, And that also leads me into the social media and the various messages that you're probably receiving. Uh, There's loads of regurgitated videos of different conspiracies that are going around. I've recently counted about 25 different ones that I've personally seen. Um, I've sent directly to me on my Facebook or on WhatsApp groups. Let's make this clear. If it's not helping how you're feeling, stop watching it. Put people on mute who are sending you these things and just stay away from it. Because really, there's no amount of conspiracy right now that's helping the people who are dying and helping the people who are suffering. So if you are interested and it's not affecting you, then fine. You know, if that's distracting you, then keep yourself busy. But just be very mindful of what it may be doing to other people that you are sending it to. Next tip, set some goals. What would you like to achieve in this time being at home? Remember all of those times you used to say, I've never got enough time for this or that. Guess what? Now is the time. Start spring cleaning. Clear out your closets. I've been trying to learn Spanish for a year or so, so I'm now trying to up my lessons and do an hour a day. Lose weight. Now, I don't know, this might be a miracle for some of us, but if you can, try in this time. Build up on your relationships with the people that that you live with. Learn a new skill. Do a course online, anything. Just set yourself something that you can work towards. Next tip, be kind to yourself. 
I spoke to someone recently who was really concerned of how they were dealing with being locked down and at home um, to some other people that they knew. You know, it's okay that some people are dealing uh, with uncertainties better than others because, you know, people have had different experiences in life. That's okay. Don't beat yourself up over it. There are certain strengths that you are better at. Just be kind to yourself through this. We will get through it and you are allowed to have times where you're feeling worried or you're feeling anxious because it may happen. But the point is you don't want to get so consumed by it. Which leads me on to the next tip, which is reflecting on past successes. Now, I know you may, well, not in this same magnitude, but you've probably dealt with some challenges in your life before that you never thought you were going to get out of. And guess what, though? You survived it. Start thinking about what did you do in that time? What techniques did you follow? I'm a big believer in that we all have the tools within us to survive. The next tip is engage in self-care. Now, I don't just mean washing your skin every day. That's a standard, by the way. I also mean eating well, getting enough sleep and exercise. But also, you know, don't just think that because no one's seeing you, apart from those in your house, that you can just let yourself go. Men, don't just think I'm talking to the women. I'm talking to you too. You still need to make an effort for your partner, even just for yourself. You know, I repainted my nails and feet the other day and it actually felt so good. I mean, I don't really know what I'm going to do once the Brazilian treatment comes out of my hair, but I will make it work. I'm also lucky because the quality time salon that I visit has home video tips on how to keep your hair healthy. A next tip, ask for help. If you're having trouble managing with these negative emotions and you're feeling overwhelmed by what's going on, Call up your friends and tell them how you feel or your family members. Even if it's just another ear to listen to, even if you feel like your partner's absolutely had enough, speak to people. And also for the ones who have lost loved ones through this time, please, please, grief added on to all of this must be very difficult. So please make sure that you are finding people that you can talk to and confide in. And if you need more practical help, and this is for anyone, uh, there are many organisations and, and therapists offering free sessions, including us at Road to Change Coaching and, and the Samaritans and Psych Me are also doing some free sessions. And Mind have many resources on their website and also some alternative therapy that I would like to recommend is is sound therapy and it's from I Run The Sound System and it's from I Run The Sound System Practice and that's with Dr Monique Charles and that can help you to meditate if you're suffering with high stress and low energy levels and I will also put their details up on the write-up at the end of this show. Final words. The only constant thing in life, listeners, and I think with this coronavirus, it, you know, it kind of shows us even more, is change. And try as you may uh, to control the future. Sometimes all you can do is just trust that whatever happens, that you can adapt and be resilient and make the best of it. This is our world right now, listeners, and we need to embrace an uncertain future and just keep reminding ourselves that this is not the end. We will have our freedom soon and we will be okay again and to support those who really need it. For those who are really suffering, like I said, my heart goes out to you. You have my deepest sympathies and please do contact us. I'm happy to speak to you directly and whatever time of the day and to make sure that you are getting through this really tough time. Listeners, wish you all peace love and hope through this time please make sure you stay safe stay in your yard (laughs) and stay emotionally healthy lots of love to you all from me and mine 
Thank you for listening to the Change in Lanes podcast. We will be back every other Monday. So please subscribe to our Spotify, SoundCloud or iTunes accounts. Please leave comments and email us directly with any challenges that you may be going through at info at roadtochangecoaching.com. If you've been touched by any of the topics discussed, we have included a list of resources for you to contact directly. Have a great few weeks and start making those changes in your life.